This is Take Action Q&A. I'm your host, Ry Taylor, and we are going to have a blast exploring creativity, leveraging passion, and changing the world, all in 10 minutes or less. So let's get started with some amazing experts and actionable steps in 3, 2, 1. Welcome back, Take Action Tribe. I have really missed you guys. Today, we have an amazing answer from the one and only Kamanzi Constable. If you don't know who Kamanzi is, he is taking the online world by storm. He is a contributing writer for the Entrepreneur Magazine, the Huffington Post, and editor of the Good Men Project, among many others. He also has written two self-published books that have sold over 82,000 copies. So he is the perfect person to answer our big question today. So let's get to him now. Thanks so much for being a part of Take Action Q&A. Well, I thank you for having me here, and uh, thank you for uh, um, having me during the Apple live stream. Both of us were kind of hooked on that, so I'm glad we uh, connected. <laughs> <laughs> no kidding. Well, at least, you know, we, we were supposed to meet up at 1 o'clock. At least they announced the iWatch just before, <laughs> so, so we got to at least to find out about that. Of course, now I'm curious about that pricing. We'll have to figure that out after we get off the call, I guess. But I've got a big question from Will today, and he's really needing your, your expertise. And so if you're ready to take action with Q&A, we'll get started, man. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, this is what Will says. He says, hi, this is Will, and I'm fed up with my day job. Every day I go through the motions, and I can't see an end to this cycle. My family of four, which is me, my wife, and two young children are going deeper and deeper into debt each day, and I'm ready to make the jump into the online world. The problem is that I barely have time for a shower and a shave, much less a side hustle, not to mention the $30,000 we owe the credit card companies. How can I navigate the sink? ship of a life when all I'm doing is bailing water to stay afloat. So, um, Will, I would say, hey, man, I, I feel for you. I've been there. I've, I've done that. So um, definitely my hat goes out to you and um, thinking about you. Um, and in that kind of a situation, really, it's it's about a few things. You really have to get in, in hustle mode if you want to get out of that. And you're probably going to have to do some things that you don't want to do. So I'm just going to get real with you, Will. Um, when you say that you don't have time, there's always time. Um, it could be taking away time from TV. It could be taking away time from who knows what. You know, I, I, don't, I don't know what you're into, Will. But if you want to find the time, there, there is always going to be time. So really it starts with finding that time. And then once you find a little bit of time, I'm not talking about, you know, you have to find four hours a day. Um, just once you find some time, um, use that time very wisely um, on, on your side hustle. So I don't know what you're passionate about, Will. I don't know what it, what your dream is, what, what you want to do. Um, I, I see you mentioned the online world. So if you only have a little bit of time to, to hustle in the online world, this is what I'll tell you. There's a lot of advice out there. And um, a lot of things you should do, SEO, niche websites, Ryan and I were talking about social media, and there's a lot of things that you can do, but those are going to be time wasters. If you want to jump into the online world, the two things that you need to do are create great content. So whatever your subject is, um, Will, whatever you're passionate about, you got to create great content around that. 
Um, and when I say great content, I mean, don't, don't put out like the fluffy stuff that you see everywhere else. Like just the, the feel good. Here's the 10 minutes of this dig deeper. If you're passionate about something, I don't know what it is. Um, dig deeper into that subject and really be honest and, and put out some, some great stuff. And then the second thing is focus on building your audience because all that stuff that you see that they tell you on the online world, it doesn't matter if you don't have an audience. If you don't have an audience, SEO, social media, all that stuff, it's not going to work unless you build the audience. So um, put out great content, build the audience. There's a lot of ways to build the audience. Um, you can do interviews like I'm doing here with Rye. Um, and, and really when you're starting out, what you're trying to do is share your story. Um, cause your story is what's going to connect people to you. So, and then the, the thing, uh, Ryan and I were talking about even before this is the thing that put me on the map was guest posting. So you're writing articles for somebody that has more traffic than you do. Um, you write that article, they give you three links back to your website and boom, people are clicking and they're getting back onto your website. In 2012, I got half a million visitors to my website from guest posting. Mm. So if you just focused on putting out the great content and then going and trying to figure out where your audience is on the larger websites, they're going to click back. They're going to see the great content and that's how you're going to start to build an online business. And then you start thinking about, okay, well, I've got some traffic. I got great content. What, what, how do I monetize this? You're going to have to create something to sell an ebook podcast, um, course, whatever it is. And there's a lot of great information online about that. Um, that comes after you got the audience, then you start building things to sell, people buying them, and you're doing this all on the side while you're keeping your day job and your family and everything else. And over time, that really starts to add up. And the thing that I would tell you is, um, like, as far as costs for your website and stuff like that, you can do a lot of that for free. Um, but if you want to put something a little bit nicer together and you're like, where am I going to get the money for this? And you had mentioned that you're getting deeper and deeper into debt. Um, in 2012, when I really started to get this going and I want to take this to the next level, I had to get into an even deeper hustle because I was living paycheck to paycheck. Um, so I didn't have money for all this stuff. And what I ended up doing, um, Will, was I went out that summer and I cut my neighbor's grass. I washed their cars. I cleaned their house. You know, I was the, the go-to guy in the neighborhood for any odd job you could think of. So was it glorious? No. Was it something I wanted to do? Definitely not. Was it demeaning? Yeah. It felt like that at time, even though, you know, I just, I did a service and I got paid for it. But that summer I was able to raise $900 just going around my neighborhood doing odd jobs. And that was the money that I needed to get my website done, my book put together and all that stuff. So as you're hustling side, especially if you're at the point where you're getting deeper and deeper into debt, you're going to have to find a side hustle like that. I, you know, it might not be cutting grass. It might be, you know, I don't, it could be something related to your skill set. You might have something that you studied in college or, or who knows what you might do design. I, I don't know, but there's something that you do and that you do well and that you can Go and have that be your side hustle, make some, some money on the side. And for our family, you know, that little bit of money that we made, um, yeah, some of it went to my business, but other, uh, other of it went to our bills so that we could start to build up an emergency fund so we could start to pay down debt and stuff like that. So while though it might not be fun, you got to do what you have to do to survive. So I would say find your side hustle, 
bring in actual revenue any way that you can. And then that little bit of time that you have, whether it's 20 minutes a day, whether it means you waking up a little bit earlier or going to bed a little bit later, that 20 minutes, create that great content, go out there, find places to, to, to build your audience. You know, I'm just an average guy, you know, like everybody else, but I wanted to go out there and I wanted to spread a deeper message. And so I started guest posting and now that has evolved to writing for some cool places like the Huffington Post. You know, I didn't ever think that I would do that, but these opportunities do exist if you're willing to go out there and look for them. Wow. Kamanzi, this is so important. And I think that this applies to so many, especially my listeners, because a lot of my listeners are wanting to be online entrepreneurs, but they still have full-time jobs. They're doing this as a side hustle. They're really trying to focus. But I think one of the things that frustrates a lot of people is that they're willing to do the side hustle. They'll take the time to do it, but then they don't feel like they have any credibility to share. And this is why I love your story. How did you become what you are now from a bread truck delivery uh, business? How did you make that transition? And what credibility did you bring from your business into this new world that you're in as far as coaching and uh, uh, and writing? I think you hit on it. Um, I wasn't a expert on anything back then, but I did have experience in business and I did have experience in failure. So (laughs) (laughs) I was more than happy to go on my website, go on my blog, go on a guest post and share some of those failures and the lessons that I learned from them. Because the the best credibility that you could have in anything is experience. Um, it's great to learn about it and, and to learn the theories behind it. That's great. But if you've experienced it in your life, that's the credibility you need because you could tell people, hey, this is what I did. This is what didn't work. This is what will work. I've gone through this. I have the experience. So, um, if you don't have the experience, you got to work on getting it. And in the beginning, I wrote a book about, it's called, are you living or resisting nine steps to change your life? And that was about losing weight. It was about leaving a job I hated. And it was about moving to, to Maui, Hawaii. I hadn't done any of those things when I wrote that book. So in that book, I was just open and honest and upfront and said, Hey, you know, I don't have it all figured out, but I want to take you with me on the process where I am now. So it was like people got a backstage view. And I said, I don't have it figured out yet, but this is the steps that I'm taking. This is what I'm doing. This is what I've seen so far. Wow. Since then, all three of those things have come true, which I'm sure my publisher is very happy about. <laughs> but back then it wasn't. And people trashed me for it. They trashed me. Um, there's haters. You, you'll see that. But that's just life. There's going to be people that are are haters, and no matter what, they're just not happy with their life. You just have to look past them and focus on those who you're who you're trying to help. So tap into the experience that you have, and really just be honest with people and say, "Hey, I'm on this journey. I don't have it figured out. Come on the journey with me." And you saw results from that. Obviously, there were some haters, but people obviously were inspired by your story, and I'm sure that uh, you're suggesting will do the same kind of inspiration. But, but uh, I've got to know when was your first individual that you knew that they were inspired by your story and they were willing to follow you along on this wonderful new path? Yeah, it was right after I self-published my first book. 
And in the first six months, it had sold five copies, hmm. and three of those were to friends. And that, right at that point, I was going to give up and just go back to the broad world because it was established business. Mm-hmm. But it was just a 19-year-old man who reached out. He emailed me and said, I'm getting so much value from your blog. You've inspired me. I'm going to go ahead and quit my job. And that was the first person where I was like, what? Well, you know, I told the guy, I'm like, don't quit your job. I didn't, I didn't tell you that. <laughs> but... That was the first person where I was like, whoa, somebody's actually listening. I knew that Kamanzi would bring the goods. There is just so much to his story that it's just plain awesome. So if you want to find out more from Kamanzi, you can head over to the show notes at takeactionradio.com forward slash TAQ35 or directly at KamanziConstable.com. I have some major things brewing right now, guys, that I'll definitely let you know about soon. But I am going to have to catch you next week for a brand new episode. Until next time, this is Ride Taylor, and now it's your turn to take action.